Leader of industry today, co-founder and chief operations officer of Yalu, Ms. Lalani Ntuli, joins us on the line. Ms. Lalani, good morning this morning. Happy Wednesday and happy Women's Month. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me on your show. Thank you for waking up so early. We know it's not easy, lockdown or not. <laughs> True that. <laughs> How are you coping with the lockdown? How has it affected you personally and professionally? Um, so it's been a little bit uh, up and down, to be honest, for me. So it started all feeling really nice and being able to get up a little bit later than usual because I don't have to... Um, tackle the the the, uh, the traffic, and then at some point I was really struggling to get up. And then I've got young kids, um, a nine-year-old, um, well, actually a seven-year-old and a twelve-year-old. So then there's also some homeschool stuff that needs to happen. Um, and so for me, it's really been up and down. But I think we've eventually just found our rhythm, and now we've settled into it, and it kind of feels normal now, you know. I do still have um, days where I struggle to get out of bed, and I'm like, okay, two moments, two moments, two moments, and two more minutes ends up being 30 minutes, you know. Um, and I find myself getting up at 5 to 9 just before a 9 o'clock um, meeting. It's just enough time to brush my teeth. But um, that's now become um, less of a norm for me. You know, I've, I've gotten into a rhythm, and, and yeah, um, I think I, I'm making it work for the most part. As they say, sister got rhythm. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> well, so far so good because the kind of rhythm you have, a lot of people that you would give anything to have it. And obviously, when people define you, how do they define you? How do they define me? Um, mm. Geez, I think it depends who you're talking to. If you speak to my sisters. Because I'm a very family-oriented person, and I have three older sisters, um, they would probably say I am um, too bossy for their for their liking. Um, but I'm also the one thing that they do say that's positive uh, is that I'm extremely giving. So you know, I I, I just I share everything I have. Um, if you speak to the people that work with me, they'll say she is. Um, she is um, very, very confident, um, but also very conscious about her impact on us as her colleagues. Um, and sometimes she can be a little bit of a big, you know, um, but we always learn something from her. Um, and then if you speak to my husband, she would say, I'm extremely sensitive and I cry about everything. You cry about everything? Everything. Everything. Really? <laughs> you know, there is never a time I watch Mom NG on Please Step Me, Please, uh, please Step In, and I don't walk away crying. Yeah. Every single episode. It's just, and you just, the poor guy just looks at me like, I think you have to work on this one by yourself, eh? Hey? Yeah, but interesting, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> and, uh, so there's lots of different faces to this person. Yeah, and all likable, luckily. Um, Thankfully. 
Fascinating. I mean, you, you graduate in human resource and marketing, and you end up operating in a big way in the financial space. That's, I always find that fascinating, that people with a human rights, uh, not human rights, human resources background, tend to run businesses successfully. What, what is it with the human resources and business and finances? I think it's because with pe- human resources people are, are, are people-oriented um, people. So we're social scientists uh, for the most part. Although, well, my particular degree is in social science. I know you get human resources in, in comments as well, but I mean the the concept of human resources is about people, um, and so for me, it's it's operating from a place where you recognize that your biggest asset in the business is not your brand, it's not you know the the thing, the money that you have in the bank, it's not the assets that you hold, it's actually the people because it's the people that make the business move forward, and so the the. In a way, if you are putting in place the best policies that that talk to um, creating an environment where people want to be at work and want to give that base, I think you have instead a big chance of making business work. Uh, interesting. I think that's my next study. Businessman, huh? <laughs> human resource, or, or maybe the way. Um, your financial degrees are, are structured. They must have an element of human resources there. Absolutely. I, I actually think human resources should become kind of like economics. You know, when you do a bachelor's degree, everybody who's done a BCom will tell you they've done equals one at the very least, or accounting one or one. Um, I think HR should be the same. And I mean, perhaps it is because I've been out of the system in such a long, um, for such a long time now, so I don't know what, what's now become. Are mandatory, but I absolutely think HR is critical for any kind of commerce um, qualification or, or or someone that's looking to go into um, business specifically. Yeah, now you're counting rands and cents, and uh, you're dealing with balance sheets and all sorts of. <laughs> <laughs> Please talk to us about Yalu. Mm. Mm. So your baby. Yeah. Oh, my baby, my third baby. Yalu started um, beginning of 2018, uh, conceptualized towards the end of 2017. Um, it took about a year for us to, or maybe eight, eight, eight months to a year, for us to finally um, move jobs and become full-time Yalu employees. And it was good times, you know, when we... We we were really sort of um, heads in the clouds, uh, excited about the idea of being business people and owning our own time. And um, so it was it was hard work because it meant that we you know we, we try and build the we put the building blocks um, as or as much of the building blocks as possible before we could formally leave um, our role. But, but, and, and I mean, in that time, it was fantastic. And then, and then um, we opened doors in 2018, and then, you know, the ish hit the fan because then um, we really got to understand what it's, what it's like to run to run a business. But Yalu is a credit life insurance provider, um, one of the only standalone credit life insurance providers in the market at the moment because when you buy credit life insurance, it's usually lumped into 
um, your your loan or your debt, um, and so or or if, if if it's voluntary, then the loan provider, which is usually the bank, will um, sell it to you post um, the purchase of of your loan product. So one of the things that um, occurred to us in the credit life insurance space. Um, was the fact that there was very so little awareness and, and understanding of what credit life insurance was. Um, that was the first thing. The second thing was that um, it seems the, the, the claims ratio, so the, the, the number of people that claimed on credit life insurance was incredibly low. I think at the time it was lower than 10%. So, so it, it, it was an unfairly profitable product for the banks and one way consumers for us, were, were being hard done by because they bring all of this money into a policy they don't even know they have, that even when an incident does occur, they don't claim. Never mind the fact that um, the chances of an incident happening in the five years that you've got a loan are already low anyway. So, hold, hold um, that thought for me, Sastlaland. I want you to, to clarify that. That sounds interesting, but very mm. kind of tricky at the same time. Hold that mm. thought, because I, I want us to explore that, uh, explore that a, a bit better, so that, you know, at the end of the day, many of us who have these questions are put in front of us by an advisor. We can mm. ask the right questions or query. Uh, the, you know, make the right queries as opposed to just assuming everything is fine when we don't actually know what's going on. We'll talk That's about that right. in a moment. It's 19 minutes to 5 o'clock. Auslanani Nduli, she is uh, the uh, co-founder of uh, a company called Iyalu. Apparently comes from Isuzulu Wed Isialu, a source of river. This is a source of cash. Hi, my name is Khmoza Keiji Mwekiti, your host for Seasons, every Saturday and Sunday between 10 and 1. You will hear me playing this. And if you love smooth jazz or all kinds of jazzy sounds, you can hear me do this. Seasons every Saturday and Sunday between 10 and 1. The SABC News Portal is your one-stop digital platform for all the news you need. Stay connected with the latest and breaking stories. Listen to all SABC radio stations live, including podcasts. And also watch the SABC News channel with clips and live streams of all the big news events. Simply download the SABC News app on your smartphone from the Play or App Store. SABC News, independent and impartial. 18 minutes to 5 on ISFM. Thank you for staying with us. Uh, Austlalani is still with us on the line. Austlalani, obvious, um, credit life insurance. Th- that means, obviously, you take credit and the provider must insure against potential losses should uh, you not have a job or if something happens to you, that money then pays uh, your debt. Is that how it works, basically? That's exactly how it works, yes. Now, how do you work then in, in, in that space? You make people aware of this and what the benefits are? So, yes, Yalu actually offers a standalone credit life insurance 
which means that it, it, you don't take it obviously from your loan provider, and it is um, one that you then have the option to go and take out, or we might call you and 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 sell it to you. But what really differentiates Yali is the fact that it is the only one in the market where you are able, or one of the only ones, I think there's only one other, um, where you are able to cover multiple loans from multiple providers under the one policy. So usually what will happen is if you have a personal loan with Bank A, a credit card with Bank B, and a revolving loan with Bank C, you will have three different policies, with each of, uh, one with each of those banks. Yali gives you the opportunity to have one policy that covers um, that covers all three. And obviously the benefit of that is that when time comes to claim, instead of running around claiming with two different providers, you really have one provider to deal with. That's the first thing. Then the second thing is around how the product itself was, was built. Now, the, what people probably don't know, um, oh, well, look, people don't know credit life insurance anyway, but one of the biggest things around credit life insurance is around how it's priced. Now, Usually what happens is, depending on the provider, you will get a level price. That means that at the beginning of the loan, whether you owe 100,000 rand or at the end of that loan, whether you now owe 2,000 rand, you are paying the same amount for credit life insurance, right? So if it started off as um, 150 rand um, per month, that is what you will pay until the loan, until you paid off the loan. What we do at Yali is it is a reducing um, balance so or reducing premium. We link the premium to your um, your loan, your outstanding loan. So as you pay off your loan or your credit card, we check that and then we're able to reduce your um, your premium accordingly. So that at the end of the loan, you're paying for the actual balance of what you owe versus um, a number that was calculated right at the beginning of, of your loan. Um, and then the last thing, which is really um, something that doesn't happen at all in the credit life insurance market right now, is cashback. Now, everybody, or premiums back, everybody um, knows premiums back because in particularly in short-term insurance, they do quite a lot of that. And now in funeral and life, everybody's now doing premiums back. After five years, you get your money back. But nobody does it in credit life insurance, which makes it an even bigger pool for profit. Um, so what we introduce is when um, one of our customers has paid off their loan and gives us the proof of, of, of um, settlement, we then give them 10% back of the premiums that they paid. And that's obviously on condition they hadn't paid um, at, at, at some period while they had their policy. So those are the things that we've built into the policy to really differentiate it. One of the other things that's important to highlight is probably that we are um, underwritten by OG Show Alternative Risk Transfer. And so from a from a sustainability perspective, which is always something that consumers are uncomfortable with when it comes to insurance, I think that that does give us that, the credibility that we're working with um, and a, a well-known um, well-respected um, underwriter in the South African market. Wow. Gee, this is music to a lot of people's ears. Mm, mm. Um, yeah, so we launched in 2018. Um, and it hasn't, you know, you, you, one 
when you go into business, you've got your head is often in the clouds. It's really exciting what you're doing. But we were, um, you know, because we, we've had a lot of experience, um, both Gazi and I, and Gazi being my business partner, um, were, were executives at the S&B um, life business. And mm. so we, we really understand how the business runs and we really um, had exposure and understanding of the products that's in the market and how it all operates. Uh, we, we, were, we, became, we were quite realistic from the, from the onset in terms of the kind of numbers we would see and, and, and um, the likelihood of customers buying a value policy, particularly in the first five years. Um, and what, but, but I think the one thing we probably didn't realize is how much consumer education we would have to do and almost taking on the role and um, initially unintentionally so uh, to become the, the champion of consumer education where credit life insurance is concerned. Uh, but we realized it early on that, you know, we would call um, customers to try and sell the product and they would be so confused. They would be saying, you know, so are you selling a personal loan? What, I don't understand what you're talking about when you say I'll be saving on my mm. personal loan payments, you know. Um, so we've really taken that role on now of just recognizing that um, as a ticket to the game for us, we are going to have to educate consumers and empower them with the knowledge of what credit life insurance is. And at the end of the day, whether a consumer takes out a yearly credit life insurance or takes out a different credit life insurance that saves the money, my job will be done. They will know how to save. They will know when they can they can claim it if the time ever comes. And so for me, it, I've actually become more passionate about the consumer um, education piece of it than, than anything else. Wow. 11 minutes to 5 for Financial Education 101 on a Wednesday, courtesy of uh, the co-founder of Yalu, uh, Credit Life Insurance. Many of us didn't know these things. Did you guys know these things? Oh, my team is like, eh? But <laughs> <laughs> you live and learn. We'll talk more with us clearly in a moment. Bongi Kuala on SAFM. What kind of teeth will this authority have when the law has been broken? I, I am happy that you have asked this question, Bongi, because some people who were arguing in some other forum that no, no, this is xenophobic, anti-immigrants and anti-refugees, anti-asylum seekers. And I said you are trivializing border management. At the borders, we have got problems of child and women trafficking. We have got the problem of counterfeit goods. We have got the problem of illicit cigarettes for which the government was attacked in recent days. We have got problems of hijacked cars going through the borders almost every day, but it's no treaty to bring them back. We also have cross-border crime syndicates and cross-border terrorism. All those need to be well-coordinated at the border. We'll be working with other law enforcement authorities to make sure that these things do not happen in the way they are doing now. Home Affairs Minister Dr. Aaron Motsoledi. Beyond the Headline on SAFM, weekdays, 3 to 6 p.m. Australian, it sounds like you are very, very busy. I mean, you look young for your age. I shall not mention it in case your husband might just, you know. Oh, no, I don't mind. I don't mind, particularly because I find that I'm usually the, <laughs> the oldest in, in a group of people who are um, sort of doing fintech or in short tech um, um, startups. It's, it's usually like young people that are really, you know, excited about new technology and um, 
have really big dreams of how they're going to change the world, and I, I admire that. I, I you know, I, I get a lot of energy from that. But when you're 41 and you've been married for 12 years and you've got a 12-year-old and a, and a 7-year-old, life has um, a somewhat different perspective. Yeah, survived the seven-year itch successfully, among <laughs> others. <laughs> Yeah, but then again, I was with him since I was 18, so I don't really know any difference. Don't let go. Don't let go. Good investment <laughs> there, obviously. Someone like you Definitely. understands these things. Definitely. The, the conversations you want women to to, to have during this mm. month, what, what are those? Mm. So, um, definitely about how do we get better at understanding not just pretty life insurance, but our full financial um, um, sort of, you know, portfolio. Like, what I think the one thing we have, as and not just women, but as financial services consumers, is we look at each product um, individually. So I'll have a check account that's completely separate from my credit card, that's completely separate from my insurance. That's, you know, and and at some point you've got to recognize that there is value in looking at your full basket of products and then saying, what do I need versus um, what I have. You know what I mean? Because sometimes what you might find is you've got products that do the same thing within the same uh, basket of products. So you could say, for example, oh, yeah, I've got a credit I've got a credit card but I've also got a revolving loan. What's the value in having both of them? You know, could I survive with having one? I've got a bond which is an access bond where I've got extra money sitting there. Um, but then I've also maxed out my credit card, which has a much higher um, interest rate than my bond. Would it make sense for me to take money out of my bond, pay off the credit card, so that I'm not incurring the the, 20, the, the plus 20% interest rate, but I'm rather incurring the 10% interest rate on my bond, but it's the same money at the end of the day going to the same bank? Do you know what I mean? So... I think it's important that we all look at our portfolios from that perspective and say, what can I start to bring together and consolidate? Um, because with every single product, there is admin, there is different interest rates that are applied. There are, you know, all sorts of other little um, fees that we have to pay for that product. And there is lots of savings to be done in the idea of consolidating as much as we can. That's the first thing. The second thing that I would say is, Read, read, read. Um, so I'm, I'm lucky enough to be a reader, so I love reading. But even with that, the one thing I have never been good at is reading my terms and conditions. We sign the terms and conditions because it's what the banker tells us to do. They say it is, um, if, if you don't sign the terms and conditions, then you're not going to get the credit card or the loan or whatever yes. product you're trying to buy. But do yourself a favor, even once you have signed them, Read your terms and conditions because in there is a wealth of good understanding of how the product works, what your expectations should be of the product, what your um, responsibility is towards the bank, and what the bank's responsibility is to you. So, for example, part of the reason why so many people don't know that there's a credit life insurance is not because they're not being told. It's there in your terms and conditions. In fact, if anything... It is even broken down when you look at your statement. It will, your statement will tell you, for your personal loan, you're paying this much towards your capital, you're paying to, this much towards your interest rate, and you're paying this much towards credit life insurance. 
And because most 99% of banks, um, 99.9% of banks make it mandatory on personal loans, you should know that if you have a personal loan, you're very, very, very likely to be paying credit life insurance. But the fact that people don't know credit life insurance is actually a sign of how little reading we do. I mean, Aslan. you get your statement every month. Aslan. It's eating us jealous strong. How can we get hold of you to get more information and learn a bit more about credit life insurance? Something that I think all of us here need. Sure. So, um, Yalu is www.yalu, which is y-a-l-u.co.za. Um, at, on, on all social media platforms, we are Yalu S-A. Um, some of them were Yalu underscore S-A. I am on Facebook, Kalanin TV, and if you send me a uh, direct, um, like a, a Facebook messenger, I will reply hopefully within the day. I'm really pretty good like that. Um, and my email address is kalani at Ostalan, good job you're doing. Good job indeed. Power to your hands. That's how we celebrate Women's Month. We sit back, we listen, we let you do the talking, and we like what we hear. Part your hands and uh, happy Women's Month. We'll talk again pretty soon. Thank you for having me. I've really enjoyed chatting to you. Lovely. Thank you, Mum. That's auslalanintuliyalu.co.za. Get all the information. Hey, Bachung. Great love insurance. Learn something new.